Hi, all, and welcome back to Damon All the Hell. We are here with a nice round number, episode 10. And if you are listening, quick, press pause and subscribe. Now is the moment. Right now. No, subscribe. No, right now. Never been a mo- better moment. But here we go with episode 10. Feels, I don't know, feels pretty good to get to 10. I'm a little out of sorts today. So much going on with the Grammys, the State of the Union, which we are not going to talk about. Thank goodness for that. New rules in corporations and entities saying women and men can't travel together. What the fuck is up with that? Uh, forced arbitration, which is apparently a dirty word, but one that women should understand and know the consequences of that being in one of your contracts. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. So before we get talking to all that, we want to make sure to thank Campaigns and Elections to be for being our sponsor. The reads are coming up. We say that every week. Every week gets a little closer. So make sure to register if you haven't already registered and then check out their website for additional events. There were, as of today, only 23 tickets left to the read. So oh, man. hurry up and get them get before on they're the sold out. Yep. Another awesome campaigns and election event coming up is Campaign Tech East in April, the 25th and 26th in Washington, D.C. It's all things tech and political, so you won't want to miss that. So we're going to start today with smiling. And who knew smiling could be so fucking controversial? But I got to say, I, I, you know, did a little looking around after um, good old spokeswoman Sanders Huckabee was all shitty to to Nancy Pelosi this Why was it shitty? Because a woman should not make a comment about another's wom- another woman's appearances, outward acts. They, what, what professional people should be commenting to other people is about the content of their actions and their decisions. But it wasn't How about her choose. appearance. It was about her behavior. Yeah, but it wasn't behavior that affected anybody. She didn't punch somebody in the face. She didn't spread eagle. I mean, she was sitting there listening to a president she very openly does not agree with during the State of the Union, and she decided to show her unhappiness on her face. What good would it be for America if Nancy Pelosi smiled during President Trump's State of the Union when everybody knows she doesn't agree with essentially any any aspect of his administration? There were some things during the speech that she could have smiled or applauded at. Like Americans are dreamers, too? They are I mean, dreamers. That... Oh, Tracy Dietz. Tracy Dietz. You don't, you don't want to live the American dream? I am. You know who else I want to be able to live the American dream? Children that were brought over here as children to parents who tried hard to make their life better. Those are dreamers. You and me, we are rich sons of bitches and our asses are in tubs of butter. Unlike those actual Wait, but I thought dreamers. we were women, so we were at a disadvantage. So we really aren't in tubs of butter. What is, what's, <laughs> who's more disadvantaged? You and me sitting in our privileged white recording studio, so, which is pretty apropos so to I don't, our white skin. So I want to, so back to the smiling. Uh, so Nancy, I think Nancy Pelosi's total disdain for the president was obviously apparent. Also, not the first time it was apparent. Like essentially since he took the oath of office. Right. Yep. But I think it would have been better for Democrats had she not looked so mean. Why? Because it clearly looks like the Democrats are losing. No, it's not about losing. It's about taking an information that's giving to you in a professional role and allowing you yourself to react naturally to you without having to slap on a smile to make some other bitch happy. I don't know that it would have made Sarah Sanders happy if Nancy Pelosi smiled. Well, clearly she brought it up on national news that it made her unhappy that she wasn't smiling. I don't know. I know. It's crazy. So So I looked and last year alone, the world told Hillary Clinton to smile, Carly Fiorina to smile, Maria Cantwell, Sarah Palin, Patty Murray. All those people had other 
MFers, I'm not to say that word, sorry, ma, other fuckers in this world, call them out on social media to tell them that their face should be in a different shape than it was. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. You and I had a conversation about this probably three months ago where there were pictures of me uh, on a panel with you, mm-hmm. and I totally had resting bitch face. So who, I mean, but you and were you said, about it, And you me. said you have to practice not having resting bitch face. Because you said you didn't want to have it. Nancy fucking Pelosi doesn't care if she's got resting bitch face. She is the ultimate bitch that gets shit done. She is third in line for the president. Right. Why the fuck would she care what Sarah Sanders said? It's not her that cares. She didn't come out with any statement. It's the world that says, keep your mouth shut. When's the last time? I mean, we all know President Trump. Wait, Trump's what do you mean face. the world said keep your mouth shut? The no, world's no, no, tearing the wor- Sarah Sanders to keep her mouth no, shut? No, no, The world said she should smile. That's what I meant. Sorry, I didn't finish that sentence. So, the world said she should smile. And you know that you know that look that President Trump has. It's kind of unattractive. It's sort of like a pouty face and he's just sort of mean all the time. Oh, when where has, his lips are like a little yeah, butthole. When has anybody, when has any public figure told our commander-in-chief that if he smiled, less Nazis would march on cities. Less members of the Democratic Party would hate his his policies. Less Republicans would dislike his presidency. So I don't know, because nobody makes a big deal about it if they tell him to smile. Like, it's not, it doesn't become Because it doesn't national. happen. How, how do you know it doesn't happen? Be- Nobody would report it. How do you know that? So I tell men to smile all the time. This wasn't reported. And I reported. don't mean it. I'm not, I'm not saying that I have most certainly told men to smile. Why aren't you smiling? Why are you so sad? What, whatever. It's not a, I, I feel like It's because making... you're concerned about their state of mind when they say, when people say it to women, it's because they think that without a smile, they're too bitchy. No. The world does so not like I don't think that is always women. the case. What, oh. So why do we always assume that we are victims when it comes to things like this? Why we can't are. Some, We're not. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously? How are we equal then? If we are a fucking victim, when somebody tells us to smile but a man isn't a victim, when we tell him to smile, how are we fucking equal? First of all, the world does not tell men to smile. You can't, you the have maybe The world isn't told, telling you to smile. Well, the, I'm, not, I'm not one of the examples. Hillary Clinton, Carly Fiorina, Maria Cantwell, Sarah Palin, so the Patty Murray, so elect, all, the everybody in the entire the, earth told them to smile. The Twitter universe. When I say the world, I mean somebody okay. who Are has... Are we really going to base, like, fucking fact on Twitter? Our or president releases relevant. all of his statements on Twitter. Yes. Twitter has become the forum by which j- judges... It is terrible. Well, it's it's the reality the we're Twitter living in. The Twitterverse is not... Oh, so God. So, when somebody with a giant following tells a woman in power that everything would be better, her world would be better, the people that trust that person would be better, if she just smiles more, just smile more, and then puts that out into the social media universe, so of which wait. a lot of people look at, then there becomes this judgment about how women can react to information in the public space, that women are not allowed to have a resting, contemplative face, that they need to slap on a smile. And how do I know that the same thing doesn't happen to men? They don't land on Twitter. Maybe some people have told Donald Trump in the privacy of his own office, by the way, your butthole mouth doesn't do you any fucking favors. Maybe slap a smile on there. But that doesn't end up on Twitter. I mean, a lot of shit bad about Donald Trump is all over the Twitterverse, but it's not because his face is doing something that people don't think his gender's face should do. So it's actually interesting. He actually, now that Alec Baldwin has made fun of him and his little butthole face for so long, he doesn't have the butthole face anymore. Right, it's just, but he's super fucking pissy and depressed all the time on his face. When's the last time you gave him a good, we've seen him give like a good old chuckle? 
or even like a like a shit-eating grin. During the State of the Union? Uh, kind of when he wasn't just clapping like this into the microphone. Because, geez, I mean, the man is so, so self-congratulatory. He's, he's but whatever. Okay. I'm saying that calling, t- calling on, at the time, Secretary Clinton's candidacy that she wasn't warm enough and Carly Fiorina... At, the, at her second debate, when they said, what are your weaknesses? And she said, apparently, according to my first debate, it's because I don't smile enough. But they and did President... the same thing to Mitt Romney, that he wasn't warm enough, that he wasn't friendly enough. But they didn't the tell him to John smile. Kerry. They, t- they told John Kerry to smile because John Kerry had the long fucking face and looked like, I don't even know what John Kerry looked yeah, like. Yeah, we'll, we'll make a list about how many times in, on the public record men have been all told saying, to look a certain way of all the women. battles that women have to fight, this should not be won. This is dumb. I think like, it speaks it, to a larger truth. It's a statement about how a woman should appear on the outside to the world. It's why a woman can't. It's it's the world is a, is really really um, what sort is, of v- values women on, on appearance. We know that. We've talked a lot what's about wrong that. With looking more pleasant. More pleasant people are more likely to because be successful than this, less pleasant pe- In this case. So in the Nancy Pelosi case, right. fine. I, I actually don't disagree with you. If Nancy Pelosi wants to have a total resting bitch face and a fuck you to Donald Trump, I get it. And it would That's not fine. help the Democrats if she did otherwise. And Sarah, there would be no tangible Probably help. not. And Sarah Sanders was probably just sniding her because Sarah Sanders is— she's the is, most unhappy person in the world. She is not the greatest example. Correct. So, but as a general thing, I just, if some guy was like, smile. I would, if, if it was appropriate, I would stick my foot so far up his ass. But what if he was just being nice? How, how do what you if tell someone to smile? You know? by, by, how is that being nice? If they're worried about why you're not smiling, or what if they tell say, you, oh, a joke? you look a little bit, di- like you look a little down today. Is everything okay? As opposed to, you should really smile more. Okay, so you should really smile more is just bitchy and nasty. But being like, oh, smile, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Or things. being like, or being super creepy, it's not the same thing. Or being super creepy, like, oh, you'd be so much prettier if you'd smile. See, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. But just somebody, somebody saying smile, I, whatever, I. <laughs> Whatever. So it's like somebody saying, like, somebody saying, smile. It's like, ah, maybe you could dress more attractive. Or, ah, uh, you could try, you could have tried a little harder today. That's what that, no, yeah. no. See, you're, you're, you're running, you are going to the extreme. Everything is a fucking extreme with Democrats. Extreme, extreme, extreme. It's not, it's not, you can't. No. It's just being thoughtful about humanity. I'm fine to be thoughtful about humanity. And if somebody tells you to smile and you don't like it, then you're perfectly capable of telling them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Which is so essentially okay what everybody's too. doing right now. Right. But I think that... But I don't. If he, it depends upon the context. So there was a guy. There was a guy in DuPont that was homeless. Like a stranger. Yep. The, on the side of the road. Like, I called him compliment guy. And the entire time I worked at campaigns and elections and I would go in and get coffee, I would bring him out a hot chocolate or a donut or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, my good deed for the day. Yep. Um and he was always very thankful and very gracious. Yeah. But every time, like, I'd walk by, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful when you smile. Like, Tracy, you're talking about a homeless person. Like, there are cultural norms that one learns by living in a professional environment about how to so treat. So it's totally fine for a guy on the street to tell you to smile, but it's not okay for Richard to tell us to well, smile. Well, I'm not saying that it's, well, none of those examples Because work. quite frankly, Zero it's way more work. fucked up for some random dude on the street to be like, smile. No, you go fuck yourself. You smile. No, I think that it's, I think that there are, they, there are different realities to those two scenarios. And the one I thought, instead of Richard, the one I thought you were going to say, like, is that a business meeting or... 
somebody you know professionally that you don't work directly with, but you end up having commentary about your looks, a like like Sarah Sanders Huckabee and Huckabee Sanders, whatever her name is, and Nancy Pelosi. I think if you're with a friend, then it and they say, oh, smile. That's because they know you. And if there's a stranger on the street, I mean, that speaks to the culture of this country, which we've been talking about for the last 10 episodes, which cat calls and men, you know, noticing a woman for her appearance before her, you know, intellect and her heart and soul and all that kind of stuff. But all those things offer different reflections. But do I think that just a man should walk up to me, whether or not I know him in whatever scenario and be like, oh, smile. No. Yes, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> well, I know you don't care. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I just, for me, like, I don't think that is. Well, you know who does have some, care about some shit is Janelle Monet. So Ooh. let's talk about some Grammys, um, which was super fun to watch. And the Grammys is always fun to watch because there's music in there. And, um, and then it was pretty calm all the way throughout in terms of Me Too and Time's Up and what's happening in this cultural tipping point until Janelle Monet introduced Kesha. So, which was amazing. Yeah, tell us what happened, Tracy. So Dates. my favorite part of her speech, which, which was interesting because there has been a lot of the bashing of men, I feel like, over the last few months, which I have not been on board with because I think that that does not serve our purpose. But one of the lines from her my speech. God, she came out with fighting words today, Tracy Dietz did. <laughs> Jeez. One of the things that she said was, we come in peace, but we mean business. And I thought that was awesome. I think that was a perfect reflection of what needs to occur. Time's up, me too. I think men are, and there was, there was actually an article, 47% of men are now saying that they are changing their behavior and reflecting on yeah. Whatever. I think the men bashing that you just referenced is rapist bashing. I think we've been rapist bashing. So I don't think and we molester have. molester bashing and predator bashing and harasser bashing and power hungry bashing. I don't think we've just been bashing men because they're men. So let's go back to the Twitter verse that you said is so valuable. There well, is a our lot president of, said it was valuable. just men yeah. are trash hashtag all the time. There's a ton of that. And I don't think that is effective. For well, us. The thing about the, a scenario should, like that is we don't know who those women, assuming they're women, who those women are. Have they been exploited by men? Have they been hurt by men? Are they coming everybody's from a place of Everybody's been exploited by pain? men. Everybody's coming from a place of pain. Right. So I mean, what percentage of women aren't? So, I mean, it's probably small. So we're going through like the stages of grief, you know? True. If everybody's been ex exploited by a man, if everybody's been harassed and everybody's been treated badly based on gender but which sometimes you you go back and forth on that right but like, not that's what you just said that's I not thought. all men like all right. men aren't sure adult, but the, so. the first stage of grief is anger isn't that right so yeah there's been a lot of like oh my gosh I have the space to say fuck you men I'm gonna say fuck you men right and so I think that there has been appropriate amount of keeping in check a gender that hasn't had those kinds of boundaries from like a macro sense yeah. before. But yes, we come in peace, but we mean business is probably whatever stage of grief that is. You know, what is it like? Oh, I don't know. Sadness and then recognition or something like that. And so... Which I think is, is starting to occur. Yeah. I mean, because that's like what, what you just said. Like we've been rapist bashing and predator yeah. bashing and, and those are the those are the people that... Yeah. And, the, and Harvey Weinstein's and... And Dr. Luke's. So oh. Janelle Monet introduced Kesha and talked about how it's not just 
Hollywood and politics, but it's in the music industry, and we really have to come, you know, create a united front to make sure that there's more women at the table and women have the voice to speak up and step into roles of leadership and all that sort of stuff. And then Kesha performed. And then Kesha performed. And Sing Prang, yeah. which was all about the her history with Dr. Luke, who yes. she had accused of rape, sexual assault, drugging her. Yeah. So, like for the record, abuse. Kesha was signed by Sony. In 2007 or something, 10 years ago, and she was younger and she had a very uh, rough around the edges sort of persona and she did hit after hit after hit for Sony. And apparently all the way along, this one producer worked with her and this this guy executive produced two her her last two albums that came out in 10 and 12, I think 2010 and 2012. And then basically she finally, whatever happened in her life, came realized that she had to get out of an abusive situation this Dr. Luke just as Tracy Dietz just said abused her neglected her you know abused her verbally physically sexually drugged her all sorts of terrible shit and Sony would not let her get out of her contract still to right. this day Sony will not let her out of her contract Sony has said she never has to work with Dr. Luke again but Dr. Luke is still employed by Sony yep. so like according to all black and white objective standards wait there I has think been he actually got released but but I, I thought like I, I just read that she doesn't have to work with him. So why if he wasn't there? I thought he uh, I thought he finally got fired. Maybe I feel like I recently he yeah. may have just gotten fired. Which so, yeah, but it goes took to this movement ten years and the seven in, yeah the impact that this movement has had in having. the last four months. So, so she awesome. did a beautiful rendition with everyone in white for Times Up. It was just funny because like at the at the Golden Globes they were all black for Times Up. They switched up on us, which was a little confusing. Uh, I like the all white. Yeah, I mean, it was very. Uh, they had like the gospel choir yeah. with them. It was, and it was like um, a whole Rexia, bunch of whole, singers. Yep. Andre Day, um, were Camilla singing. Cabello. Yeah, we're singing with her, and I mean, it was it was emotional it was. as it should be because sometimes what we can forget in these conversations, in these sort of angry moments is that the fact that we're only now talking about this there are there are women that have been straight run over in the process that there are actual real live victims um, that have not seen any sort of retribution on their offenders until now and she was very brave to do it I thought and so one of the other things in regard to Kesha so she was nominated that song was nominated for best pop vocal there were five so five nominees Kesha, Lady Gaga, Kelly Clarkson, Pink, and Ed Sheeran, and Ed Sheeran won. I yelled straight at the TV winning one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some Ed Sheeran. I think he's a brilliant, talented musician. But but how that, did Kesha not win? Yeah, right. How did Kesha not win? And that Pink song is freaking awesome. I mean, those songs by those women. Was it were What really, About Us? Yeah, so good. And of course, Pink has totally stepped into this role too. Just like, just. Just yelling some shit out so her daughter can see a person who oh, doesn't that was fit the norms. Amazing. You know, it was I forget what it was. She was being she was being awarded, but with some award, and she was like, "My whole life, people have told me I'm ugly and I look like a boy and I'm too Messy. strong." And mm-hmm. and let me tell you, little baby girl, like that's bullshit. Let them bend to you. Right. You don't break for them. That I was mean, awesome. Pff, give me a break. <laughs> so good. It's times like that when I'm like, oh, I wish I had a daughter. I'm just gonna borrow somebody else's daughter and take one of you yours take for one moments of like that. Yeah. Um, Mine are sassy. Yeah, well, you know, sassy ladies taking over the world, I think. Sassy's I mean, good. Yeah, yeah, sassy is good. So, I don't know. Are we, well, the Oscars, I was like, are we out of award shows at this point? But I know the Oscars are still in front of us. I don't know when Ooh. they are. But that's right. That's come. That's not the same day as the Super Bowl. It's probably the following the weekend. The following Sunday, yeah. That's going to be interesting. It'll be good for so, sure. So, I have a question for you, and maybe you 
don't know the answer to this. But do you know who actually decides on who the Grammy nominations are? No, no, I don't. I mean, a Grammy board of some sort, you know. So I was looking at the history of the Grammys and the gender breakup of like the other nominees of, of other nominees or other winners, and it's it has been heavily male for years. Mm. Um, some, how, how much you want to bet there's not a lot of women on that team that picks the winners? So that's I'm wondering if that. So so the question is, and 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 I think this is important because Pink and Kesha and and Lady Gaga and Kelly Clarkson and Beyonce and Rihanna are amazing artists. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to one very specific category, what if the men are better? Like how do we? Well, in this case, it's not. I don't think it's black and white, right? Like. Because music is subjective and not objective. Right. It's like, I'm sure there's some list of attributes that become part of a, a judging scale, you know, just like anytime anybody so do you judges think anything we have for to an award. put in rules to demand there be more women like, nominees? Like Title IX for, right. for award shows? I don't um, know how I feel about that. Well, I think we first have to know what the gender breakup of the judging panel is because I think that whether or not you, men want to admit it, sometimes men prefer men you know, to women just in general. Which is weird because I would just assume that men would prefer women. Yeah, women are whiny and need to smile more. So that's are hard. Are we? We should not be that then. We, we should smile more and You're be right. less whiny. You're right. We should change to fit their standards. That makes a ton of sense. No, I don't. I mean, but we shouldn't be whiny. I have a great example of whiny. If you want to be fucking whiny, you should be allowed to be whiny without somebody saying, like, you're not allowed to be whiny because you're a lady. you got lady parts. Men are whiny. Yeah, but who says you're being, I mean, you do. Clearly, you do all the things that nobody else does. But other than you, Tracy I don't Tracy think that's Deeds, true. I, think I was just about women... to say, who calls out men for being whiny? Just using those words. You're being whiny. I, I actually I call don't. them whiny little bitches. See? Which is not okay. I have to back that down. I eventually get to the fact that whininess is happening, but I have to walk, walk around that a little bit. I, I, I guess it know. depends on the man, but, I mean, come on. But, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, it would be interesting. So if anybody listening knows anything about the board of Grammy judges, hit us up on Facebook. We'd we love to know. Could just we could look that. it up. But yeah. Okay. I don't this is like the ghost of Christmas past that keeps on fucking haunting me over and over and over again. Why the fuck we gotta keep talking about Mike Pence? So we don't have and to that... talk about Mike Pence. We don't. We do not have to talk about Mike Pence. But I think this is interesting. It is interesting. It's just part of the when you read the article that right, was in set the Washington it up. Post. Set it up. Set so it up Washington Post had an article called Lunches, Hugs and Break Room Banter. Where are the new boundaries at work? And so there were some lobbyists that did Remember when we used to say the boundaries are just keep your penis in your pants? Like like step one. If your clothes are off and her clothes are on. You're doing something wrong. <laughs> there was another fun reversal. Oh, I the first. Oh yeah. Oh god, Never Mike mind. Pence. It's Mike no, Pence. I mean, we, we can talk about him. I mean, we don't have to talk about Mike Pence. Everyone's going by the way of Mike Pence. No, I, I, I don't. I am. I'm totally like <laughs> I, you. You know, I've got my new rules. I also have my new rules of just I'm going to tell everybody you bro- to go you broke fuck themselves. Your, you broke your own rules like three days in because you took a work trip and you had a lunch. With, you had a dinner with a dude you didn't know. It was like I did. It was, it was a like, couple dudes. It was like eighty-four is, hours after you said you weren't going to do it. Okay, I will in the future always tell dudes to fuck off if I don't like what they say to me, regardless of whether there's business or not. Okay. So, um, okay. rules are meant to be remade. So, you know, it, it's good that you bring that up because I feel like I have evolved over the last four months. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. Because this is really hard. What are, you, what are you doing over there? Just getting Kelly's. Just getting smiles. Just keep talking. 
I love that you've evolved after we had that conversation about smiling. I love that you're putting your ice in that. your wine. That's, yeah. that's well, hot. It's mice. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Br- hugs and kisses and break room banter. So the article was about how some corporations or some companies were now not allowing male and females to travel together to events or not bringing the woman. In the case of that, it was not a company decision. It was one guy who said, "Oh, good. you did all the work. But I know she did all the work. I want, you know, I'd love for her to be recognized for the work. But in this, in like in this climate, I'm I can't trust that I can bring her on a work trip. Which is, and we will go on to talk more about the details of the article. But my question is, what are they afraid of? That they're not going to be able to be appropriate, or the woman's going to tell a lie about the way that they were not appropriate? Like what what happened to just like living your life as like decent human motherfucking beings? There's not a whole bunch of women coming out. Like, falsely accusing men. It's just not happening. So I think that it is, it's going to be, it's gray. And I think that they are going to say something that may or may not be a big deal. They could have just said, that's what she said. I know you hate that. I think that's funny. (laughs) But they could have made an inappropriate comment in the midst of banter, and she says, I feel threatened. All right. So there's, like, a better process for that, right? So witty banter that has sort of touched an inappropriateness has been happening for centuries. So you can't expect it all to change, like, just on a dime. I get that. So these things happen. The woman that feels that maybe it was a little over the over the line for her and goes to HR, right? And in the case of this article, they ma- they mention an HR moment, and the HR person said, well, you just got to stop hanging. You just have to stop spending time with those people, which is, like, the worst advice ever because it's impossible to advance your career and not spend time with men. Right. So what the HR department should probably do is, all right, well, let's all sit down or let me sit down with that guy and let me, like, give him some tools about how to filter your speech. Once again, women have been filtering their speech, not you, Tracy Dietz, because you're a super human person. I'm not. But – the rest of the world, the rest of the women in the world have been filtering their speech since they entered the workforce. So, like, humans can filter speech. So I think – I agree. I think the rest of the women is extreme. I, I think there are a lot of women out there that don't filter their streets, their speech and stand up and scream and yell and have for hundreds of years. After they're someplace in their – like, after they're I'm pretty sure my mom came out of the womb screaming and yelling. So I'm fairly certain no one ever told her what to do or touched her inappropriately or did anything that she didn't beat the shit out of them for. That's neither here nor there. The point is, so what if the woman goes to HR mm-hmm. and then it's just immediate dismissal, like the guy's fired? So that's where we have Maybe to – we, we should have an HR professional on here because that feels like that's – I mean, that's That like seems not, extreme. It's not allowed. It's like not following the in the in the in the current climate. I mean, maybe if the man reached over and went put his hands down that woman's shirt. Maybe not. I don't think. But I think the rhetoric and in the current climate, a man could be fired. I'm not saying he definitely is going to. I'm just saying it could be construed as I'm going to get fired if I say or do anything that she deems inappropriate. Well, now it's just ridiculous. It's just lies. I mean, I mean. Maybe. If the, inap- women are- if the inappropriate nature feels threatening, right? So if he made some if he made a rape joke, right? Or made a comment about how that person would look better naked. Like these are extreme so are, things. Yes. Like you check yourself before you say shit like Correct. that. Right? You make some joke about fellatio or you make some joke about banging her in the ass or you know, things that are like actually so those are inappropriate. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. But like 
saying something that you think is funny, like that's what she said, is probably, which can be <laughs> to some people, sexist. I don't. The, I I can't imagine there's an HR professional in the world that would say that that was ground for termination. So my husband's stance on all of this is that it's not very hard to be professional. Right. I'm with Greg. He says that you. It's just not that hard. You don't hug people in work. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't touch people in work in a professional setting. He he does not like. I'm a hugger. I hug everybody. Which this is apparently not allowed anymore. Like, I don't even know what I would do. I, I mean, I just, yeah, I hug people. Men well, and women. Yeah. I, it's, I'm an equal opportunity hugger. Well, I mean, it sort of gets into the Nikki Haley thing, you know, about what is appropriate to say and not to say. And it's it's goofy that this thing from, you know, from Fire and Fury got Ugh. like it's a ridiculous book. It's now been spoofed like a thousand times. It was even, you know, made fun of at the Grammys, which good taste or bad taste. I mean, it's still entertainment. So so be it. But then with the read between the lines and at the end, you'll see and all of a sudden we're slut shaming Nikki Haley and the Democrats are just saying mom on it. And Nikki Haley's defending herself, as she should be doing, um, that there is there is appropriate and there is inappropriate. And I don't know is if that's we're all just working out the rules, there are new rules to a game now and everyone's just trying to work it out. But it's like self-reflection. People need to just think before they talk. So I, th- I think I don't disagree. I look at me. I agree with you. <laughs> I think we are working it out. But I think it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And and quite frankly, like I don't I don't want to have to abide by new rules. Yeah, I'm not unprofessional. I'm not groping people. I'm You're not, not groping people. You're not making sex jokes. You're not talking about no, spanking but men. I'm, You're not talking about like how they how their appearance I is connected have to made their sex, sex jokes. But not not to people I don't know. Yeah, I mean not, there's a difference. Not I guess. with like a character. Not with like a, somebody in the room as a character in the joke. Correct. You know. Right. Like uh, she would be a beast in the bedroom. You know. Like people have said that in jokes when I'm there, and they don't say Kelly would be a beast in the bedroom, but. Everyone thinks that that would be it, you know? Like, there Somebody in a fucking conference room, someone has... Not a conference been... room. Like a happy hour kind of thing. But professional people. What? But it wasn't me. It was like... They weren't talking about you. But I was the only they woman weren't... there, you know what I mean? So things get, like, you just... There are things to be talked, spoken about and things not to be See, spoken about. you need to fucking scream and yell. No more tolerance of that shit. <laughs> I well, got Come on. Yeah. Let's fuck it. No. I think come at on. the time I did fuck say, like, always. all right, that is... We got it. it was Hashtag, a little... Yeah, a little too far. Fuck Act you always. Fuck you always. Um, yeah. So I just let's all just be let's all be thoughtful. Like we teach our kids to think before they speak. We just need to be reminded ourselves to do right. that. What happened when, ev- when everybody's been drinking? I mean, if not you saying get, it's an excuse. If but you when get so couple, drunk, like you get a little, you, you get loose lip. But if you've had so much that you are no longer capable of like checking what you're saying, like maybe it's time to excuse yourself from the party. Or make sure you're surrounded by people that you would call friends outside of the workspace. Yeah. You know? Not people that are like, oh, I mean, what kind of friends? We hang out a bunch. But you don't know what their actions right. are going to be, like actual honesty. Yep. Like people you would, would invite to your home for a dinner party. Yes. In the presence of your spouse. Always you know? have, your, have your crew with you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I have no idea how time slipped away. I have no idea how we talked about smiling for, like, 20 fucking minutes. But uh, we want to talk about forced arbitration, but we're going to push it to next week because it's really important and we want to spend some time on it. Yeah, awesome. So thanks for joining us. It was a good one. I mean, 
I swear, I come into these things saying, "I'm." It's just going to be Tracy and I are going to get along so well today, and it's going to be totally great. We totally get along. This is fun. Yeah, we get along. I meant I would. We would be on the same page more. But I love you so much. I know I love you too. <laughs> See, I'll drink a lot of wine with you, and I know that you're the kind of friend I would take home to a dinner party. And look at you. Look, I, you could just hear the smiling in because your voice I'm right smiling. now. Look oh my god! Smiling. If I could force myself to frown, I would. But you can't smile. <laughs> but you can't. You can't frown when you're across the table from from Tracy Deeds. All awesome. right, guys. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. We had lots of fun today. Listen and subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. See you next time.